This radio show is a paid placement. We're nearing the end of the third quarter of 2020, and most of us are over it. Can we just go ahead and move on to 2021 already? We'll share some ideas about how next year could play out and much, much more on the show today. Thanks for joining us. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. With everything that's been going on, we know a lot of you have questions about the market and how your portfolio is doing. Today, we'll hopefully help you get some answers. We'll probably answer some of those questions on the show today. But if you have more, you can always reach out to 803-9-RETIRE, or you can check us out online at Retire with Pat. Dot com. That is the website. And with that, Pat, I'm glad to sit down with you. I hope all is well with you. Are you happy? Are you doing all right, Pat? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm on the counselor's uh, couch, I feel like, right now. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's been a, a crazy, challenging, difficult year, but uh, I'd say I'm happy. Okay. Well, I have to ask because that word actually came into play recently where it was considered discriminatory. Oh. I, I don't know if you saw this. There no, was a, I didn't. There was a tell salon me. owner. She was actually in, in England, across the pond, as they say. And she was looking for a new hairstylist at the salon she owns. And so she put out an ad and she said, here are the qualifications. I need someone with five years experience working in a salon, someone who's confident in barbering in all aspects of hairdressing. And then she added, this is a busy, friendly, small salon, so only happy, friendly stylists need apply. And she was told she couldn't run the ad because she's discriminating against unhappy people. <laughs> what what do we do with this, Pat? I don't. Oh, that is so 2020. <laughs> I, right? Uh, I, I don't want to throw out the word snowflake. But my goodness, it's tempting, isn't it? Well, and she wanted someone confident in their barbering too, which that that's someone probably is upset with that as well. Y- yes, I <laughs> I certainly prefer the confident ones when I go in uh, to get my hair done. But yeah, so so anyway, that uh, you're right. That's very 2020. The word happy has become an issue. Um, <laughs> but, you know, gosh, it has been a challenging year. We, we've seen a lot this year that's probably made a lot of us pretty unhappy. And given all of that, Pat, what do you think? Is it time to go ahead and just start looking at 2021 and start putting this behind us? Well, I think that's a, it's, it's funny to joke about. And uh, certainly, in such a difficult year, uh, it's easy to just kind of want to hit the fast forward button or reset, right? And kind of start over. But in all seriousness, one of the things I always say this year is when I hear of, you know, I think there have been some companies that said, we're not going to have corporate travel for a year or until the end of next year or something. And my first thought is, how can anyone plan anything that far ahead based on today's headlines? You know, I, know. I mean, things change <laughs> so rapidly. So I will give the blessing to kind of skipping ahead to next year when we talk about our financial planning, because certainly there's benefits to planning before year end, like tax planning and, you know, making contributions or withdrawals or things like that. And then also just general in in general, you know, it, when times are as difficult as they have been this year, rather than dwelling on that, you know, actually looking ahead to, you know, reminding yourself that you have things you want to accomplish and goals and things like that, I think is certainly just a positive um, way of looking at things instead of just kind of getting stuck in the rut of, you know, what's been going on this year. Right. I, I agree. I think looking ahead is always a good thing. The concern is we're not quite sure what the next year is going to bring for us. And I found this Forbes article and they laid out three scenarios for the coming year that we should keep in mind. We could see the good. We could start to see recovery now and a big economic boom next year. That's the good. We could have the bad. We could have a slower recovery and more people afraid to spend money, which would cause the economy to stall. Or we could have the ugly, the worst case scenario, a major setback with the development of a vaccine, the resurgence of the virus, more shutdowns. You know, that that's certainly, I think, not what anybody wants. What's your take on these three scenarios? Do you think there's a different direction all of this could go or, or what are you thinking for next year? Well, um, it was nice of Forbes to go out on a limb and basically say <laughs> things could be really good or really bad or somewhere in the middle. Or, or right? anything could happen, right? 
<laughs> I think it's very wise of them because this has been, you know, maybe the most unpredictable year that I can remember, you know, in 23 years of experience. You know, at any moment, if anyone thought they knew what was going to happen next, uh, I'm sure they were in for a rude awakening. So I think that we try to do our best to stay informed with what's going on uh, in the economy, in the stock market, um, what's going on with interest rates and, you know, everything, you know, tax tax rates, uh, everything that could affect our clients. And of course, there's a lot there and there's a lot of speculation and um, it's hard to know what's going to happen. So we, we kind of try to uh, analyze all of those options. And I think all those things certainly could happen. And we have to be prepared no matter what. Um, just like um, a year ago, if we were talking about this, Jen, I would have said something similar. Um, I wouldn't have, I couldn't have possibly imagined what would actually happen in 2020. <laughs> of course. Uh, but it actually is a great example of, you know, when the markets are booming, you know, we preach um, a significant amount of diversification. So if the markets are up 20 or 30%, our clients aren't going to be up 20 or 30%, but that's not the point. The point is they're trying to be prepared for something like 2020. And when February and March happened and the markets were crashing, I mean, the Dow dropping a thousand points every single day for days in a row, um, we were not panicking and our clients were not panicking. And that's what it was all about is having that comfort level. Um, and I think now when we're reviewing with clients, not only do they have an appreciation for that, but it kind of comes back to your original comment, Jen, which is no one knows uh, how we're going to come out of this. So we need to be prepared no matter what. And if you have anxiety over, you know, what's going to happen, you know, in the next month or two or at year end or with a vaccine or anything like that in, in relation to your finances, that's a perfect opportunity to give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer you our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. That number is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call us now. And remember, because of everything going on right now, that could be a meeting in our office. It could be a meeting by Zoom. It could be over the phone, whatever you're most comfortable with. Uh, just call now at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. So the best case scenario laid out in this article says government stimulus helps with the recovery. A vaccine is developed and successfully implemented. And then the economy takes off again. We look at COVID in the rearview mirror and we just keep going. But, you know, is, is it really a good idea to plan around the best case scenario? And I wonder, Pat, how many people don't always realize that's what they're doing. Instead of planning for the ugly and hoping for the good, they plan for the good and just keep their fingers crossed that the worst doesn't happen. Mm. Yeah, I mean, my my thought with that, Jen, of course, now I'm, I've been a planner my entire life and certainly my professional life, um, if the best always happened, we wouldn't have to do a lot of planning, would we? <laughs> That's you know true. what I mean? I That's mean, we'd right. all make lots of money. Our investments would make lots of money. Uh, no one would have health problems. No one would have family issues. Um, life would just be, you know, it would be like heaven on earth. And of course, that's not life. So, uh, you you uh, you said it best. Uh, we we do want to. We all want to hope and pray for the best, but we have to plan for the worst. And that doesn't mean we dwell on it. Not at all. In fact, um, you know, sometimes when we're looking at the challenges of a financial plan. Um, someone might say to me, you know, hey, this isn't very fun to think about what if I die or what if I get sick. And, and I always make sure to make the point that um, the power of the plan is you don't have to think about it anymore. Once you have the plan in place, now you, you're prepared. And so you can actually, you know, the, the example I always give is when your head hits the pillow at night, you don't have to think about, you don't have to worry, you don't have to toss and turn about any of this stuff because you've already got everything in order and it's been taken care of. And I think that's ultimately the peace of mind that we want to give everyone we work with. Here's another thing, Pat. There are some rumblings about the outcome of the election in November, because even with all this pandemic madness, we still have this election. If there isn't a clear winner right after the election, how might the markets react to something like that? And what could we do to reduce the impact of, of some of that volatility, some of those bumps that we might see on our portfolio? Well, I think it's important to remember a couple of things, Jen. On the one hand, um, you know, one election isn't going to make or break the entire financial system. We know that. Um, we all feel that way <laughs> because, you know, we have strong opinions about it. Um, but we've, you know, we've all seen elections go in a way we didn't like. Um, and the world didn't end. Obviously, we're still here. Um, so I think that's important to remember. However, it's very popular 
uh, for Wall Street to say the election doesn't matter and everything works out fine and look at this chart and I'll show you the last 100 years and everything always comes back and blah, 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 on and on and on. However, um, the reality is there is a huge difference uh, in the options uh, in, in this election. And, and take, for example, as someone who's running for president who is proposing higher taxes, and they're not only proposing higher taxes on individuals, they're proposing it on corporations. Well, one of the reasons that people believe the market is as high as it is is because taxes were dropped on those companies. So mm. if those taxes are raised, it could have a massive effect on markets. And of course, that's just an immediate reaction. Uh, so the next question is, you know, what other changes would happen, you know, depending on who is elected. And so I think that uh, while we don't want to panic and we don't want to assume one way or the other and try to predict the future. I do think that it is very prudent right now to understand that there could be some significant changes in tax law, and that could have ramifications on interest rates and on the stock market and on the economy and on the U.S. dollar. And, you know, it just kind of, there's like a domino effect, right? It just kind of goes on and on and on. And that is why uh, we have so many people reaching out to us now and saying, hey, uh, whether people we have not worked with before who want to get a plan put together or we are working with many of our clients right now and just making sure that uh, everything is exactly where they want it for this unique circumstance we're in right now. And uh, that's why I, we believe it's a it's a powerful time to uh, to look at where you're at right now, maybe get a second opinion. That's why we offer that five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, we've set aside time specifically for you. And once again, whatever is most comfortable for you, in person, by Zoom, or by phone, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby, and as we head to our first break, it was about this time in 1969 when the Beatles released Abbey Road, the 11th official album. The only other original album released by the Beatles was Let It Be in 1970, shortly after the band announced they'd broken up. But for now... Come together right now over me. We'll be right back. And the winner of the 2020 presidential election will be not a clue. I have no idea. If I had a crystal ball, I could tell you, but I don't, so I can't. And neither can anybody else. Look, this is Glenn Beck. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, nor do they. And that is what the stock market is all about. And with a volatile election series, you are putting a lot up for risk. I don't know what's going to happen in November. Nobody does. But here's what I do know. You need to help yourself be prepared for whatever happens. You can do that by calling Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialist right now. And they've helped people just like you retire in election years, down years, up years, blue years, red years. They are prepared for whatever comes next, and they can help you be prepared too. So call them now, 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-973-8473. Preservation Specialist, 803-9-RETIRE. Glenn Beck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here with Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He's the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. Retirewithpat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And when you think about what you're saving for retirement, it seems like if you've saved a million dollars, you'd probably be set. But there might be some things that you're overlooking. And we're about to get into that here on the show. But as we talk about reaching that million-dollar savings goal, Pat, I don't think anybody loved making millionaires as much as Regis Philbin did. Who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> I loved that show. Did you watch yes. that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, great show. Oh, man. Uh, and, well, let me ask you this. Have you ever thought 
Who would be your lifeline if you were able to phone a friend or call and get some help? <laughs> oh, man. Have you thought about that? Well, yeah, I'm kind of used to just being the answer guy. So oh, oh I, you I are the figured, lifeline. Yeah, I figured I'd probably just kind of run the table and <laughs> they'd get to the end and I'd say, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I didn't have it in mind. You? Uh, I I would just respectfully put myself out there as a possible lifeline if you needed it. I'm really good at random trivia. It annoys my husband a lot, um, but I think I could be useful that way. So That's I'll good to know. I'll just put it out there. Um, yeah, just just something to think about. But it it is fun. I remember the first time I saw somebody win that show, like win the million dollars. Do you remember? seeing any of those like where they, no. they walked well, not, away with it not all. anymore i don't remember <laughs> yeah oh i remember the first one where i saw it happen and the guy he got to the last question and it was the million dollar question and he went ahead and said he wanted to phone a friend and he called his dad and when his dad answered he said dad i i actually don't need your help i just wanted you to know i'm about to win a million dollars because he Aww. knew the answer and it was the best thing ever and he was a game show millionaire. So I just wonder, somebody like that, do you get to retire on on a million dollars <laughs> if you win that? What do you think? <laughs> well, of course, I know uh, most of our listeners are are knowing the first thing we're going to send, which is that is, of course, pre-tax, right? <laughs> so, ah, shoot. Don't forget yes. about that part. <laughs> yes. So depending on where you live, that they're going to lop off uh, what somewhere between uh, 35 and 45% of that. So now you're down to $550,000 to $650,000, which, hey, mm. that's not a bad thing, right? Right. Uh, to have that after taxes. Um, but that is certainly not a guarantee. And, of course – can you retire on that? that? That depends on so many different things, right? It depends on how old you are, uh, how much you want to spend in retirement, what do you want to do with all that money? Uh, there's so much that goes into that, of course. Yeah. I guess what you're telling me, something along the lines of don't count your chickens before they're hatched, something like that. If we're counting on this much, I want a million dollars, but we, we aren't thinking about taxes. We're, we're certainly not wanting to write that check before before we figured out for sure what all we have okay so that that's what happens if you win a million dollars or if you get some sort of windfall what about your retirement accounts you build up a million dollars in your retirement accounts it's not the same thing as winning it but do we have to kind of think about it the same way it's such a perfect analogy jen because uh of exactly what you're saying which is every dollar of that windfall from the game show is going to be taxable and every dollar of our 401k and traditional IRA is going to be taxable. Now, of course, we're generally not going to be taking that out all at one time. Um, so that's to our advantage. Right, right. But we actually have one huge disadvantage for retirement, which is if you were to win a million dollars on a game show today, you would actually know exactly what you would pay in taxes. And the reality is we have no idea what we're going to pay in income taxes on the money in our retirement accounts because mm. it will be taxed at whatever rates are when we take that out. And guess what? Tax rates can change at any moment. So that's a huge consideration that needs to be thought about. Yeah, we, we definitely don't want to overlook that. So talk a little bit about how you can be tax efficient with your strategy and how that can help you keep on track so you do have more money for your own use in retirement. That That's really the end goal here. We want to be able to spend our money for retirement on the things we want to spend it on, not on stuff that we don't want to have to spend too much on, things like taxes. That's right. And and the reality is, you know, just like the rest of our lives, Jen, um, this is there are trade-offs here. You know, there's no such thing as something where you get a big tax deduction for putting money in and then you get to take it all out tax-free. That's just not how the game works. So what we do with our clients who are still working is we we just help them find that balance. How do you balance getting tax advantages now? versus later. And I think this is something that should be really high on everyone's priority list when you look at where we are uh, as a country with you know enormous debt, so much stimulus going on, printing of money. I mean, most experts believe tax rates have to go up. And so we believe in this idea that there are, there are three different ways you can be taxed on your money. We call them the three tax buckets. You have regular taxable money, like money you have sitting in the bank or in like a brokerage account. You have tax-deferred money, which is your 401k and traditional IRA, which is how most people save for retirement. And then you have tax-free, which is like a Roth IRA or Roth 401k. And it's not that one is perfect or over the other, but for most people, 
um, we want to have our money divvied up in those three, and you can have tremendous, tremendous advantages that way and less tax risk if rates go up in the future. And so that's the type of thing that we really like to talk about and help our clients. We believe it's possible with proper tax planning, there could be paying fifty dollars or $100,000 less in income taxes over their lifetime, which I would hope most people are very excited to talk <laughs> about. So uh, if you aren't doing proactive tax planning, give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. That's part of our five-step retirement review, which is absolutely no cost and no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. To get started, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists, and I'm Jen Rizak alongside. When we go back to that million-dollar figure, who wants to be a millionaire? It sounds pretty good to me. Should we all want to be a millionaire to get all the way through retirement? Is that what we need, or how do we figure out how much we need to save? Yeah, it's such a cool, nice round number, isn't it, Jen? It sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) sounds pretty good. Um, I, I always, this is such an amazing perfect example of how you know we see we work with so many people and I don't think any of them I always say they're not poor and they're not rich you know our clients are people that work hard save money invest money and then they try and figure out how do I how do I make it through retirement and so we have clients that have very low uh, spending habits um, who have retired very successfully on far less than a million dollars but I we've also we're also working with people who aren't ready for retirement yet who have saved way over a million dollars because they have maybe they're younger and so they have a longer time frame ahead of them or um, certainly they spend a lot more than some of those other clients maybe they still have maybe they bought a dream house on the lake and they have a big mm-hmm. mortgage that they just started um, you know so that's not going to go away anytime soon um, they may need two million dollars or more just to you know, just to try and make sure they never run out of money. So, uh, I, you know, for someone who's saving a lot less than that, they may, that may sound crazy. But of course, um, the the numbers, you know, there's just different different. If there's more zeros on the nest egg, there may be more zeros on the budget every month too. So, so those things all have to fit together. And so that's where we would always say, absolutely, there is no one number. It's a matter of creating that plan. That's why we always talk about our plans being custom built, uh, because we don't care what that number is for you. Uh, we, we for you, we just want to make sure it's a fit and that you can accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. Well, what about some of those rules of thumb that are supposed to help guide us a little bit? Maybe we're trying to replace 70 to 80 percent of our income to live on in retirement. You read about that as a, a starting point. Should we start with something like that if we're trying to figure out how much we need to save? I've found, Jen, that there's a wide range uh, as far as income replacement, but I think that's a pretty darn good starting point. Um, just don't consider it the holy grail of you know creating income because okay. if you just assume on that number but you don't actually look at your budget, you may look around your first month of retirement and think, oh, no, this isn't going to work very well. Because uh, we have some you know some of our clients just say, hey, if I can just continue at my income that I'm in right now, that's I'm going to be happy with that. And obviously, it either takes delaying retirement or saving more to do that. Uh, but that's part of you know figuring out what your goals are and doing what you want to do. And you also hear about the rule of 100. That's where you use your age to figure out how much of your money should be in the markets exposed to risk is another one of those common rules of thumb that you read about. Does that rule still apply for people getting ready to retire today or or do we need to rethink something like that as well? Well, I think the rule of 100 is um, a wonderful starting point, Jen, because if you think of, you know, someone coming into the workplace that's 20 or 25, that means 75 or 80 percent of their money should be more aggressive. And if someone's retiring, let's say at 65, then they would have about 35 percent in the market. And now those numbers are there's nothing special about those numbers or it doesn't make them right. Uh, but they're probably in the ballpark as a starting point to discuss with people. So that's the cool thing about it is it actually kind of gets you in that area. Uh, but what if you're 65 and you've done a great job of saving and the stock market terrifies you and you know you'll make bad decisions in the stock market? Well, you may not want to have anything in the stock market or mm-hmm. way less than a third of your money. Or maybe you're 60 and you uh, you know, you know need to save for another 10 or 15 years to retire and you need higher returns so that maybe that number doesn't make sense for you. And so once again, that's where I think both of those are actually really good starting starting points. And then uh, if you're hiring a planner to custom build a plan for you, um, then they can really tailor it to you and make sure it's a really good fit. And that's a great example of what we do uh, in our five-step retirement review. If you haven't had a a review put together for you like that before, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, we've set aside time specifically 
uh, to help listeners of today's show if you call 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. Save Your Retirement is more than just a radio show. It's also the title of Pat Struby's best-selling book. Order yours today. Schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review. Call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here with Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the book, Save Your Retirement as we get back into it. If you hear something you'd like to get some answers on, 803-9-RETIRE is the number to call. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Now, here's the thing about your money for retirement. You didn't save it all at once. So you don't spend it all at once either when you start your retirement. And Pat, it sounds like such an obvious statement, but I feel like I have to point it out because it's something I struggle with understanding. Take weight, for example. You don't gain it all at once, and yet I get so frustrated (laughs) when I can't lose it all at once. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's easier to gain it than to lose it. And I kind of feel like it's the opposite with our money, isn't it? (laughs) So you're saying you like to have instant gratification because I've never met anyone who feels that way. Yeah, I'm alone in that thinking and it's really lonely. Oh, (laughs) yes. Um, No, that's so true. That's human nature, isn't it? That we just want that gratification as quickly as possible. And I think what comes to my mind, Jen, is the mountain analogy. And I know you have some heroic uh, mm. mountain climbing that you've done. That's right? a good word and for that, you, yes. You, you have like a number that you use or something? Yes. Well, I will tell you since you asked. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I've climbed a few 14ers, which yes, are 14,000-foot right. <laughs> peaks in Colorado. That's right. Which is awesome. Um, Thank you. And I have not, but I have... I've climbed some, and you've, I'll just and you've heard about it, and it's and great. I won't, great. I won't disclose the numbers, but anyway, but the mountain analogy I think is just awesome for retirement because it's one of those things where I've been a retirement planner my whole adult life, but the mountain analogy just clicked for me too, which is that of course we're accumulating our money from the time we start working and we start saving for retirement, which of course could be the same time or different times, up until the point that we reach retirement. And then for most people, we've amassed the largest amount of money we've ever had in our lives. And then you can envision the person literally climbing a mountain and you know sticking the flag in the top of Mount Everest or whatever and saying, ha ha, I've done it. <laughs> um, but of course, right, that's, we're only halfway there, right? And now we have to scale all the way down the mountain if we're a mountain climber, which means as a retiree, we have to now use that pile of money and spend it wisely and make sure we don't make a mistake. And the part of the analogy that just shocked me, Jen, that I had no idea about is that for people climbing Mount Everest, for example, more people get injured or die on the way down than they did on the way up, Right, uh, which is just shocking to me because you figure you would certainly think as someone who's not an experienced mountain climber, the way up is way more difficult. So it's a great analogy because as difficult as it is to scale the mountain to get to retirement, there's still a lot of work to be done. And so that's why we we talk about, you know, there are a lot of people in the financial world that focus on helping you accumulate the money. We love having expertise and experience knowing how to get you down that mountain to make sure that you don't make any foolish decisions and so that you scale the mountain successfully and that you can enjoy your entire retirement. Right. And and those things happen often because we make assumptions. And the first time I went on one of these trips where we were climbing a mountain, even though the guide who we were with had been telling me all day don't forget when we get to the top that we're only halfway done. I just made a lot of assumptions about how much easier it was going to be to come back down because you're going down. Why is that hard? But the thing is, when you're going back down the mountain and you're trying to lower yourself down while also gravity is pulling you down at the same time and that's the direction that you're traveling, it's really different from when you're just pushing yourself up and you're looking up and you're not worried about what's below you. 
it's really easy to make assumptions about how this journey's going to go, and that's where we can trip up. I mean, tell me how that plays out. What are the assumptions people make or the mistakes that happen when people are trying to figure out their income in retirement? Yeah, I think I'm grateful and appreciative of the attitude of so many of the people that hire us because I would say, Jen, the most common reaction for our clients is – they just immediately admit, I have no clue. You know, I've been, I know I can accumulate a big pile of money, but I don't have any idea how to turn that into my retirement income, right. um, which is good. They're not overconfident. They're not making any assumptions at all. Uh, you know, and I'd say if I've seen people make mistakes, um, certainly we've seen mistakes like people, you know, discounting things like inflation and taxes and, the, you know, the risk of healthcare and nursing care expenses. But by far and away, the one where people get burned most often is just making assumptions of stock market averages. And, you know, someone might say, or maybe they have a broker or maybe they do it on their own and they say, well, bonds are only paying two or three percent. The stock market averages eight or nine or 10 percent. I'll just put it all in the market and it'll all average out. Well, guess what? If you decided to do that in March of 2000 or in November of 2007, you had a catastrophic drop when the market dropped in half over a couple of years. But you're not even at half anymore. You're at less than that, you know, because you're drawing money off that account as well. So that would probably be the biggest one that I would just say it's really important that people don't make that assumption. So what are some of the options for making sure your retirement money is going to last as long as you need it to last? Because that that's really the big unknown. How long will I be retired? How do we make sure we don't run out of gas? So really, it boils down to two things, Jen. We can either diversify to reduce your risk, or we can shift some of the money out of investments and completely avoid the risk. So what we're talking about there are investments that are generating some type of dividends that you can draw on a monthly basis to live off of, or something that is avoiding risk. That means you need to find something that has some type of preservation or guarantee to it. And what we'll use typically for income is we'll use annuities. Um, and again, that's one of those words that different people have different opinions on. Some of our clients use annuities heavily. Some don't use them at all. Uh, we don't have any kind of bias one way or the other. It's just something that we want to see what you need and what what is going to help. And that's where we're kind of picking and choosing those tools to help you build the plan that makes the most sense for you. And if you're not sure if you have the balance that makes sense, Give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. The reason we offer a five-step retirement review at no cost and no obligation is because it gives you an opportunity to kind of see where you stand and see if you're on track to accomplish your retirement goals. To get started, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. Pat, we know that when it comes to saving for retirement, it's best to have time on your side. So early's best. You need more time to do that. But when it comes to planning for retirement, when's the best time to start that part of it? Well, certainly as soon as possible, obviously, <laughs> is the big <laughs> thing. Um, and, you know, really, that we always say, Jen, the best way that I look at it is there's really three phases of our investing lifetime for just about all of us. Um, there is the first phase, which is when we are accumulating money for retirement and we're not close to it yet. And the main thing to do there is just get some kind of system in place to accumulate that money, like a 401k where they're drawing it out of your paycheck. The third phase of our uh, investing life is when we are actually retired. Now, at that point, our goals have completely changed, right? We'd still like to have growth, but that's not as important as preserving the principal as long as possible and mm -hmm. generating income we can actually live on. So there's a middle phase there. So the second phase, some people have said it's actually the most difficult phase because there is no textbook for it. There's no way to know exactly when to start and when to start transitioning money from growth over to preservation and income. Um, so at the end of phase one or somewhere in phase two is a perfect time to really start building a retirement plan. And that's when so many people hire us, um, Jen. That can be, you know, some people do it closer to retirement, but we have a lot of people five, 10 years, maybe even 15 years uh, ahead of retirement. And then the beauty of that is the earlier you do that, you hire a retirement planning team to help you now the earlier you can see that plan in motion you can see if you're on track or not and so you're just kind of giving yourself that that peace of mind that comfort earlier on and pat if you're eyeing your 401k and some of those other retirement accounts just trying to figure out whether you can go ahead and retire but you're not sure if the advice you're getting matches where you are in life and and if you're getting the right advice for your situation do you think it's time to get a second opinion well, yeah, I mean, that's really um, by far and away, I would say, 
uh, at least, if not the most common reason people come to see us, it's one of them, which is just trying to figure out if they're on track. Um, you know, um, we, we all know we should be saving. We all know we should be investing. Um, some start earlier than others. And by the way, there's no judgment. We are a judgment free zone. <laughs> we, we have no, <laughs> there's no benefit to us about, you know, saying, well, you should have done this or that. There's no, there's no reason to do that. So uh, what we're, we're here to do is just help you see how to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. And it's hard to know until you kind of get those things figured out. And I would say so many people come to us because they've just been kind of doing things on their own, plowing money into the 401k and things like that. Um, and then uh, we also meet people who are working with some type of financial professional. Usually one, if you go back to that mountain analogy, they're working with someone that's more of an accumulation person, someone who's helping them build the money. And if you're trying to build a retirement plan and you're getting casual responses like, oh, everyone should take social security this way, or, oh, you should be fine, you'll have enough. Uh, but there's no numbers, there's no projection, there's no um, income plan, um, then absolutely, uh, it's really important that you get a second opinion because you cannot leave your retirement to chance. And that's where we always go back to the five-step retirement review it covers five different areas. Um, but the big, the ones that everyone needs to really be thinking of before they actually take a leap to retire is you have to know what your investment plan is at your stage in life. You really want to have a tax plan. We talked about that earlier in the show to make sure you're being smart tax-wise. But the absolute foundation of that retirement uh, being prepared is a written retirement income plan. And what that looks like is it shows where you're at right now. It runs projections into retirement. It shows when each person is claiming Social Security. If you have pension benefits, what are you going to do with those? It shows the nest egg, and it projects how it's going to go. And one of the important things we have to figure out is inflation, and things are going to get more and more expensive. So if you don't have a written retirement income plan, I would urge you to take advantage of our Offer at absolutely no cost and no obligation by calling 803-9-RETIRE. That is a chance to start your five-step retirement review if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. Call now to get started at 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert Tim Hanbury. The first question people ask is, how do I enroll into Medicare? Well, it depends. If you're turning 65 and you're already taking Social Security income benefits, you don't have to do anything. Medicare will automatically enroll you into Parts A and B of Medicare. If you're not taking income benefits, then you can enroll online or over the phone. To enroll online, you need to set up your My Social Security account at ssa.gov. Once you have this completed, go back into ssa.gov and enroll into Parts A and or Part B depending on your situation. It's easy and it only takes about 10 minutes. If you're not a computer person, you can call your local Social Security office and they can enroll you over the phone. At age 65, you can't enroll online. When you call, there'll be two forms you'll need. One is an application for Part B and the other is completed by your employer. Your employer will attest that you've had coverage from the time you turned 65 until the time you're coming on Medicare. You then submit these to your local Social Security office. Please know there can be financial penalties if you don't enroll in the proper time frames. Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. To find out more about Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists, Visit online anytime at retirewithpat.com. That's retirewithpat.com. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. I'm happy to be here with Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. And he's here in this part of the show to answer some of your questions because, Pat, you get questions from people all the time. Tons of retirement questions are out there. We wanted to find out some of those common retirement questions. We'll play them for you, and we'll get some answers from you on, on some of these questions because I'm sure more than one person has them. So that sounds good to you. I that's, love it. That's what we're going to do. Good. Good, because I didn't have anything else lined up for this part of the show, so I'm glad you're good with going I along I love it, it even more now. Okay, good. Well, our first question uh, ran into Tom, and you know what? I'll just let Tom ask the question. 
Hey, so my buddy down the street keeps bringing up this investment over and over and over again. He's excited about it. He swears by it. Um, I'm interested, but I'm also concerned because I really don't know a whole lot about it. So what would be the best way to research something like that? Because I've always heard that you should always understand what you're investing in. Well, good thoughts by Tom there. Um, Jen, I've got I've to start by saying this hits a little too close to home because, Uh-oh. yeah, I mean, you, you, you know there are, um, there are sayings about mother-in-laws. Well, I will tell you, my mother-in-law is the nicest, sweetest person. She is awesome. However, um, she will listen to anyone about any recommendation about any financial aspect. And so even though she has Pat Struby as her retirement planner, if the plumber mentions an investment, if she's walking down the street and someone mentions a social security strategy, I get asked every single time. So anyway, I had to start there. Um, so the first thing that I would, I would say about this is it's human nature. We all want in on the good deal, right? We all have fear and greed when it comes to money. And so what Tom is referencing is greed without question, right? Because someone is talking about like, oh, man. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity. So that's the first thing to remember. Mm -hmm. The second thing to remember is whatever this investment is, and we all have this happen, right? We all have to remember it's possible it could be a great investment or – and you know where I'm going with this, Jen – yeah. It could be a terrible could investment, right? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's the second thing. The third one, and I'm going to go bigger picture on this one, which is that this is one of my absolute principles of investing that I think is so important. The investment world, um, TV, internet, radio, everywhere, newspapers, magazines, all it focuses on is rate of return. Get the highest rate of return for your money, highest rate of return. Uh, however, that's actually not what is most important with our investments. What's most important with our investments is that we accomplish our goals. And that is going to be different for every single person. So that's where um, this doesn't mean that whatever this buddy has isn't a good fit for you. But there's a, there's a million reasons why it may not be, right? So he may be talking about some high-risk, high-return way to double your money or lose it overnight. And maybe that's a fit for you. Maybe you're... 25 and you've got a little stash of money that you want to just go high risk on. Um, If you are 75 and retired, um, that's probably not as appealing to you, right? Um, And and so uh, maybe some investments have a one-year, five-year, 10-year time horizon. Um, And what if you're talking about money you need to buy a car in six months? Um, So it wouldn't even matter what the rate of return is because it's not a fit for you. And so that's one of the things I always want to remind people of is remember we're all different and those are kind of the three points that i would make uh, regarding tom and his buddy all right thanks for that question tom let's go to our next one Uh, this is our man on the street segment we went out we asked some of those questions of you all what retirement questions do you have and we're playing them here for pat today next one comes from josh I'm a freelancer and I've always had enough income, but I don't have a company 401k that I can contribute to. So what are some options for me when it comes to saving for retirement? I'm 47, so I do have some time, but I don't want to put it off any longer. Uh, Well, that's great. Yeah. Uh, And and certainly a lot of people have a big company or they work for, you know, the state or federal government. So they have retirement plans built in. Uh, But of course, there's so many people that are uh, working on their own like you, Josh, or uh, work for a small business uh, that can't, you know, do all those things. So the first thing that I would mention is rather than, you know, just rattling off a bunch of different retirement plans or tax code or anything like that, I would say let's talk you know, fundamentals. So the first and foremost, if you're not saving actively for retirement right now, the thing that I beg you to do is just find a way to do it and make it systematic, make it automatic. There's a book called The Automatic Millionaire, and that's the, the idea behind the book is it's got to be something that's happening at least once a month, for example. Uh, maybe if you're paying yourself every couple of weeks, you can have something drafted out of that. Uh, that's the first. And then the second one, going back to what we talked about, Jen, in a previous segment, is, Josh, you have an outstanding opportunity to be thoughtful about the taxes. So there are plans where you get a tax deduction today, but you will be on the hook for the taxes in the future when we don't know what tax rates are. Or there are plans where you get less tax advantage now, but more tax, maybe tax-free income later on. That's a great opportunity to be building that retirement plan so that you are not only 
getting things saved, but also doing it in the most tax efficient way possible so that you can have the lowest amount of taxes in retirement uh, when you do actually make it there. So to me, those are, both of those things would be really, really important. And let me go ahead and, and take a moment to just give the phone number if some of these questions that we've played from Tom, from Josh, we've got a couple more questions to go through as well. If you would like to get some of your questions answered from Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists, 803-9-RETIRE is a good way to reach them today. That's 803-9-RETIRE. You can also connect with them online, Retire with Pat dot com is the way you can do that let's go ahead and go to our next question this one comes from erica and honestly i've listened to erica's question i think a lot of us can relate to this oh lately all the negative news has just been overwhelming and i just want to tune everything out but i know it's really important to stay informed what should i do Oh my goodness, Jen. Yes, don't we all feel that way? Yeah. I mean, you can hear it in her voice. Just, ugh, we're tired. Well, I think there are certainly uh, a couple of thoughts that I have. And the first one may not be very popular, but I believe when things get so negative, I think there is a sanity aspect to avoiding it. So uh, my wife and I, we don't watch um, television news uh, generally at all, unless there's something, you know, obviously, you know, significant uh, going on that day. And so we, we pick and choose uh, where we get that information. Um, because the other thing about it is um, pretty much all news is so biased anyway. Even if you're wondering what's going on, you can ask a family or friend, hey, what's going on? You know what I mean? You don't have to spend hours watching it. <laughs> so right, right. That, that would be my first thought. The second one is, this is something that is an unexpected benefit that I that we have found uh, working with our clients as we we help them when they hire us we build a retirement plan for them uh, we help them implement that plan and then we uh, manage that plan for them and so we're building a relationship with them that lasts years and years hopefully decades and um, what we've actually found from them is they actually rave about the fact that they don't have to worry about financial news about. Uh, negative news if the stock market crashed, you know, uh, if it, if the Dow Jones is down a thousand points, uh, it's human nature. That's that fear gland that we all have. It's human nature to say, oh, what's going on? What do I need to do? Do I need to do something? And so many of our clients have said, what an amazing blessing to know we've hired a team and they're building a plan and I don't have to panic about that. I don't even have to think about it. Um, and of course, that's dealing specifically with financial matters, with the stock market and the economy and interest rates and tax rates and tax brackets and all those kinds of things. So um, so it's not all types of news, but that's a huge part that we all worry about, right? It's certainly mm -hmm. as you are getting closer to the end of your years of work and getting ready to actually transition into retirement, that is one of those times when I think our uh, many of our clients know they may be at a point where their nest egg is at the highest it's ever been. And of course, when you kind of reach the top of that retirement mountain and you start spending, you may start dipping into that. So this may be a point that you're actually the most exposed. And what an incredible benefit to have a team that's managing for you and watching for you and keeping you up to date so you don't have to be the one tracking that news. And I think that's something, Jen, that I never really even thought about when we were kind of building our firm and building our our planning strategy. Uh, but we just had many people just talk about what an important thing that it's been for them. Right. It, it's just a huge, I think just a huge relief to know you don't have to be the one following all this stuff, watching for it, making changes, reacting to it. It just helps to have someone else who can help watch over some of these things so you can focus on what really matters in life. I, I just think that's a big deal for a lot of people. It is. And, you know, the, um, you know, in 2008, uh, when the market crashed, um, thankfully, uh, we had positioned our, uh, our firm as a very conservative firm. And so we did, we had very little, um, stock market money with our clients. And so we were positioned perfectly for that. Um, there's been other downturns since then. And, uh, you know, we have uh, a more diverse, um, you know, mixture of investments with our clients. And, um, just by uh, not only uh, having the diversification and the kind of divvying up and, and you know, not having all our eggs in one basket for our clients, but also 
it's not just knowing that your your money's not all in the market, but also it's knowing it's just one part of a plan and that everything is kind of built out and it's and we've talked about, okay, there will be downturns and we're going to be okay because of these different reasons. I think that's the other thing too, um, knowing not just the team is there, but also the plan is protecting you in when times are at its worst. Let's go ahead and do one more of these questions. We have been collecting some of those commonly asked retirement questions because we know if the folks that, that we're playing their questions here today, if they have these questions, you probably do too. So we wanted to take some time to answer those here on the show today. Last one comes from Dee, and well, I'll, I'll just let Dee ask her question. Our youngest will be finishing high school next year, and it's really hitting me because I'm not sure we've saved enough for the future. We've just been so busy with life that we haven't thought much about retirement. What should we do first? Oh my goodness, Dee, you have worded that perfectly for literally millions of Americans. <laughs> I mean, that is, that's the American way, right, Jen? I mean, you've got a house full of kids. You understand that? Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. It's just, that's one of the biggest lessons that I've learned recently is no matter what is going on in the world, their lives and everything all around us, it doesn't pause. It doesn't stop. We just yeah. have to keep going, right? That's right. Well, and I think the big thing that I would mention to Dee is, on the one hand, we are retirement planners. We are, we are biased because we think it's very important. We want to make sure you are prepared for retirement. However, it's a little more simple. Um, so Dee's got her youngest is, is finishing high school. Maybe she's got a, a little ways to go before retiring. Uh, if someone's like a year from retirement, guess what? Their goals are laser focused, right? It's generally, how do I get to retirement? How do I make sure all my finances are prepared for retirement? But when you're further away, Jen, let's say you're in that first phase that I mentioned earlier, you may have all kinds of priorities. Maybe you've got debt you have to deal with. Maybe you're thinking about how we're going to fund college. Uh, maybe you're not even in the house you want to be in. You have a dream home you want to buy, or you're already thinking about your retirement, You know where you want to live. So you have so many other things. So the first thing we need to do is we need to think through all of your priorities. And then we need to kind of put those in order and make sure retirement's on the list. And then it comes right back to I think it was uh, the first question we had, Jen, which is how do we get something moving on a regular basis towards retirement? And it really, really is that simple. Build a plan, start accumulating, and get yourself on the path. And if you're not there yet, if you don't have someone to help you, call us. The number is 803-9-RETIRE. We offer that first meeting at absolutely no cost and no obligation. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, that number is 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Remember that number, 803-9-RETIRE. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. I'm Jen Rizak. We hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialists is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.